This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Morning, Foxes fans. How the devil are you? How's your weekend been so far after that victorious 4-0 win against Plymouth that takes us one point clear at the top? We're still top after 20 games. Well, you know what time it is. It's Sunday morning. It's 10am. It's time for the famous Foxes Aftermath show run by the fans for you fans out there. And you know what? Your opinion really matters. So come on, get them comments in. It's kickoff time. Come on, you foxes. The Leicester City Machine is on the march again. Leicester Fan TV presents a variety of content. Like fan discussions, match analysis, and engaging with Leicester fans worldwide. We want your views live. Thanks to our sponsors, Everots, Follow Blinds, Pocket Pies, Pink Car Leasing, Distillers Direct, Hologram, Take Me, Nubian Co, and the Fox's Arms and Rainbows. We are live in 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1... I'm not in Alcudi today. I was at the game yesterday. I'm in sunny, dull Costa del Leicester today. It's a bit cold and wet and windy where I am. But I'm still doing the Foxes Aftermath show. Sorry, I'm still doing the famous Foxes Aftermath show just for you guys out there. I hope you enjoyed the game yesterday because I thought it was absolutely good. The first half was a bit, mm, bit undecisive again, a little bit tippy-tappy. Then they changed it in the second half and went more direct, less possession-based football. And they went for it. They were putting balls over the top, a Dakar to run onto, which I thought was brilliant, which is how I'd like us to play a bit more. A bit possession-based and a bit more direct. Take on them risky balls. What is the problem with playing the risky balls now and again? If we lose possession, we'll gain it back because there's not the quality in that premiership, in that premiership, sorry, in that championship for us to worry about. And on that note, I'm going to bring my colleague and 
next door neighbour at the ground yesterday. Well, it was about 10 seats away. Enough for me to throw sweets at him anyway. Reedy, let's bring Reedy in. Morning, Reedy. How are you, pal? I'm good. How are you? Oh, I'm good. Um, so what do you think to yesterday then, matey? Um, I think we said it on the video yesterday and obviously we found, I think we both agreed that I think what we've been asking for a lot of this season, we've finally started to see a bit of a glimpse here in the second half. Obviously, first half again, like you said, it wasn't it was it was what well, how we've been playing the last nineteen games. It was a bit more passive, a bit more cautious on the ball. But we did get obviously they got the penalty, which was good. But then the second half, we I think I don't know what changed, but we looked it looked like we went for a bit more. We went a bit more direct. We went a bit more risky, but a, bit, a, a few more, a bit more threat of our runs. And it worked perfectly. And like, like Jono's Tower says, I am. Because as much as the way I see it is, it's not because we beat, we battered someone 4-0. It was more because of how we played. And it showed us how we won 4-0 because we went a bit more direct. Daka's run alone and Daka's goal alone shows you if we do it once or twice here or there every game, we can we can score goals, and like I say, there, there was just a lot more of what we wanted to see last in the second half last game that shows us we can do it more. And like you say, championship quality isn't gonna hurt us if we do a bit be a bit more direct at times. Yeah. Morning, Carl from Cyprus. Hope you're well. Um, Kerry, Plan B, Plan B revealed. Yes, there was a Plan B yesterday, and I said that to Phil in the video yesterday. If you watched me reading Phil on the video yesterday, we talked about having. A plan B. Um, but yes, and I know we've read it. This is what I want to um, talk to people about. Bring John in. Let's ask John this question. Morning, John. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm going to hit you with this one straight away. We've been scoring goals, yes. We've scored, I think, the second highest amount of goals this year. Five which have been penalties, three from corners. So I think we scored 38. Uh, and conceded 17, I think it is, or something like that. I can't remember the exact number. Um, we scored 30 goals, but we looked more threatening yesterday in one game than we did in the previous 19 games. What's your take on it? Did um, we need that change of plan yesterday? I think... I think we're winning 1-0 and then... Enzo thought, let's give it a go because if we we're losing 1 0 or drawing, he might have stuck with his same tactic. So he thought, let's try it with different players like Daku. We have Vardy or Nacho. So we gave it a go and it paid off. So now he knows it does work. You know, he, he can't be naive and say, we gave it a go, it was useless. He, he has got to think now that, you know, that four ball, more threatening and direct football works. So if our, I think we should still stick with our tactics of being, you know, holding the ball kind of, you know, pressing them, but then if that doesn't work, just go direct because it works. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a certain fan base out there that thinks we're doing fine, play this tippy-tappy football, we're still scoring goals. But when you're only winning 1-0 and teams throw the kitchen sink at you, like Chef Wednesday and West Brom did, and even Plymouth yesterday, after, we, off, after yeah. we scored for 10, 15 minutes, maybe even 20 minutes, we really did struggle. A lot of that down, I think, was a bit wowed. Wowed didn't have a very good game yesterday. But if you don't take your chances, even though we're scoring goals, that first half, I never felt comfortable at 1-0. We missed chances. Daka missed a chance, which he should have put in the back. But I think that was a bit nerves more than anything. What was Fatua doing? Trying to pass the ball eight yards out to Ndidi. I do not understand that at all. 
But then in the second half, we changed the plan and went more direct. And that's how I want us to say, yes, we're scoring goals. But we don't feel... How many times, Jono, when you've been watching the games, have you felt really confident? Oh, yeah, we've won that one. The beginning of the season, probably eight games of the season, I felt that. But for the last six games, I felt... Yeah. But I felt comfortable in many games, not eight. I think when we're on a winning streak, even if we won by one goal, I still felt we were going to win because we're in that sort of form. But the past six games, I felt seven games, I haven't felt confident because of we've been a bit slow. Like Adam said there, it's Plymouth. We can't get carried away. Over. Yes, it's only one game. It's only one game. Yeah, I'm just really pleased for this guy. He hasn't been to the game for, I don't know, 10 years, Mark, I think it is. He's, he flies in like me. He came from Dublin, enjoyed the game. Daka was great and gave the chances. And we gave the chances to Plymouth to make it one all or even sneak it. They had chances where they could have sneaked it 2-1 at half time. But I love it that he's, Mark's come over for a game. I've met Mark before. He's come into the bar. Um, and I love it that he's been able to come over, watch a game and be a 4-0 victory. What more do you want than that when you're coming over? I mean, I think I'm undefeated in 10 games. Uh, one, one defeat in 10, my last 10 games, I think which ain't too bad. Um, but yeah, Reedy, you've been going on about Daku a bit this year. Was it you that's been talking about Daku? It is, isn't it? Well, I've, I've been a fan of him. And I think when he first came in, obviously that first season, he barely got game time because he was, I think Rogers was always saying, we're going to implement him a bit at times. And then obviously the season, I think, was it last season or the season before where Vardy got injured um, and we needed a backup? He was there, but he was scoring one or two goals, but he wasn't doing anything great. And I think it's more, if you give him a constant, a consistent amount of games, he will start scoring goals for me. And in the in the championship, like like Phil says yesterday, he should be he should be ripping them up. It's it's we bought him for Europe, and now we're playing in championships. So for me, he did really well yesterday. He made a good run, and like you said, he probably should have scored earlier in the game. But I, from what I saw, the the keeper was right on him, so he had to try and quickly try and put it in the net somehow and he obviously missed it but his running was great he made about four or five runs and one obviously the one who where we put it through paid off so for me I think he deserves to, to start now against um Millwall unless we do see Cannon start which would be the only other choice for me at the moment well like about uh, so hold on a minute uh John Terry's put it morning Terry um they did not park the bus so bound to play like that Loads, tons of rooms, not Plan B at all. I no, I I totally disagree with that. I totally disagree with that. I wouldn't say I wouldn't say it was I wouldn't say it was Plan B. I'd say that we changed. We, 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 we instead of playing around the back a lot more, we thought while they're coming on to us, we can put the ball over the top, which isn't Plan B. Just changed the system up a bit, which it was in the same system, but we just tried to be a bit more, get the ball up the attacking third instead of passing it to the attacking third. Yeah, uh, like Rye says here, Bundy missed a couple of strikes, uh, an absolute stinker to make it one all, and he had he had it past Mads, but would have been so. It's one of them tried to lob the keeper and he missed it, yeah. just bounced straight into his hands. Um, but yeah, there was chances. We won, yeah, we won. We had a change of tactics at the second half, which was absolutely fantastic. It's just that's what I want to see. Um, Tom Cannon, this is not on. T- it's just because. Was Vardy rested or injured? I think he had a bit of a knee, a bit of a tweak in his knee, Mark. To be honest, Nacho was ill, 
Uh, Eunice had a little bit of it, but he should be okay. McAteer, a muscular injury. So we had seven out yesterday. We still had seven out, and we still won four nil. Reading, which uh, John, oh sorry. So that's a sign. That's a good sign, isn't it? I would have thought. It is a good sign, and what it also does is is it makes sure Nacho and Vardy keep their you know stay on their toes because you know they can't get complacent and think well I'm the only striker they can pick. You've now got four strikers. We've got Inacho who scored and played really well. Tom Cannon looked good, you know. So those two can't just think well we'll get rotated and we'll just always get game time because it's to create a good team you need comp- you need you know competition because if you don't have competition you get complacency then they get you know. Then they get naive and then you play bad football. But if you have competition, they force to you know play well, run for balls because if they don't, they don't get picked. So even though we've had like seven, Mr. like Mister Sixitter said, Craig, long time no see, Craig, hope you well. Generally, Daka is okay. His problem is he's a little lightweight and gets nuts on the ball too easy. He needs a bit more aggression. That's true but, about Daka. He's a bit lightweight, isn't he? But the thing is, why is he lightweight? It's because he never gets game time. He needs to get a constant amount of games to have a bit of a feel on how to play the game. And yes, the championship will probably be a bit more dirty or a bit more, um, a bit more strength involved. But all he needs to do is make the runs he has done the whole of last game, and he will get the ball at some point. Like I say, I think the amount of people around me asking for that ball to go over the top when we saw Dakar's run go in and we didn't do it, the amount, if we did it one or two more times, we probably could have scored even more goals. So it all depends on who we're playing against. Yes, he might not get as much free free room against uh, maybe Millwall because they're probably a bit more defensive. But again, me and you are both happy. And the amount of fans that, are more, that were happy against um, Plymouth yesterday in the second half, it just shows it when we do play that bit bit more direct, it works perfectly and we're all a bit more happier now. Yeah. Um I'm gonna bring Chris in now, talk about the defence. Reedy? Yo. Bring Chris in first. I'm, I'm having problems with my iPad, so Reedy's trying to do two jobs at once. He's he's struggling with it at the minute to do two jobs. Chris, just we've talked about the strikers. We're gonna bring you in for the uh defensive as our defensive coach today. Yeah. I thought Wow, Fez was a bit all at sea yesterday, a bit out of sorts. He kept and you, you constantly saw Harry Winks telling him to calm down. So yeah. I'm not sure, I don't really know. He didn't have the best of games yesterday, really, did he, Chris? Wow, he didn't, no. Um, but that also kind of shows the expertise of Winks, um, because he was, he was able to spot that and he was able to kind of like you know have a word with him and and and, and you know. Uh, I won't be surprised if Harry Winks is going to be our next captain. I'm, I'm not going to lie, um, because I could, I could definitely see leadership in him. But no, yeah, Fast needs to sort of learn to to calm down because he's panicking at the moment. He's panicking because uh, because of the fact that when when there's bit, a little bit of pressure on us, he needs to. That's when he needs to be solid. And at the moment, he's still crumbling a little bit. He's still bit, he's still being a bit nervous. Have the confidence in yourself. He's not confident. But he needs the confidence. Yeah. One last question, just because you're the Dakar man, Reedy. Um, Mr. Sixitter has put here, do you think he only played Dakar to put him in the shop window before January? The problem is with that, yes, I sort of agree with that. But no, I don't, because he's going to be at the Africans' nation yeah. and he's going to be away for most of the transfer window. And I can't see a lot of work being done on that, Reedy. I, no. I, I sort of understand what Craig's saying, but I sort of disagree with it in another way. Well, me and Sam did a preview for the game, and we we mentioned that obviously Kel got 
all the 90 minutes against West Brom. Uh, Vardy got all the 90 minutes versus Sheffield Wednesday. We had a thought that maybe Dak would get a lot of minutes or even Cannon would get the minutes starting yesterday. And obviously, we saw Dak start. Maybe I don't know if it was because Vardy and Kel were doubtful injuries or because they wanted to give him a rest. But I do think he should have started Dak and he obviously did. So, for me... I don't think it is for the shop window. I honestly think we. I think Enzo is trying to see who is our, who is his best striker in a way, um, and that's maybe why we see Cannon play from the start against Millwall on, on Wednesday. So he might be just testing them all and see who's the best one. And at the moment, from the last three games, I honestly do think Daka was the best out of the three because of how we performed and the positions he was in and whatnot. So, um. I was going to, I'm not going to ask this question. The question I was going to ask is, Mark, who do we lose at the AFCON? It's um, Kel and Wilf, Dakar and Fatua. But he wasn't in their last squad for Ghana. So we might not lose Fatua. Fatua? Fatua was in the last squad for Ghana. Was he in the last squad? Are you sure? I saw him in the last squad from what I saw, yeah. Oh, right. oh I thought that was another one. I thought there's two in that team. Anyway, um, they're the four, definite four, but... What I was going to ask was that I forgot what I was going to ask now. No, it's gone. It's gone. It's gone. About losing, was it about losing Dakar in January? No, no, it doesn't matter. We'll move on to the next one. Um, it was nice to see Dennis Pratt in the middle of midfield. Yes, yes. yes. Good old GP. Cassidy. I'm still having second thoughts about Cassidy. I'm not a fan of him. He's a donkey, mate. He's a donkey. Oh, mate. <laughs> he some driving runs going through. And he, but then he kept going. There was, I don't. He did it. There was two balls he could have put through, either to the wing, to Albrighton, yeah. and Albrighton. I know he's, I know he's nearly finished at the club, but he still put in crosses in. He's still getting to that byline, doing the old-fashioned car horse work down the wing. But Cassidy, he didn't pick the right ball out. He kept it and lost the ball too much. Yeah, yeah. For me, I don't want. I don't want to. I don't want to put any player down or anything. But, but every time I see Cassidy. The only time I saw him, which was any good, was the was it Sunderland game, I think. Yeah. But other than that, he just seems like he's a bit. He's he he looks like a player that should be good. He's he's quite big. He's quite. He seems quite strong, but he just doesn't seem to have anything football ability about him. In a way, it sounds horrible, but like that run where he made, I think he made a darting run straight through the middle where you're saying that he could have passed it to Cannon through ball or down to the wing. He just looked like he, he was already losing the ball because he couldn't keep up with the ball. He, he yeah, just yeah. looked at times where he just couldn't, he just doesn't have the quality. And for me, I don't know. He's a good squad player, maybe in the cup, but I, I wouldn't be. He wouldn't be a first name in my starting eleven, to be honest. Yeah, when um, old Rock on Tommy came on, um, I thought he he was quite impressed. It was quite in. What's the word I'm looking for? He impressed me. He made a good impression when he came on. Yes, he looked a bit ring rusty, but he's making the runs. And you know what? I was thinking who he reminds me of when he runs. And I saw a tweet about it last night. It looks like David Nugent when he runs. He's got the same yeah. kind of style. A short step instead of a long step. And it, I was trying to work out when I was watching it. I thought, well, who does he remind me of? And then I saw a tweet and I thought, that's it. Got you. David Nugent. Let's hope he does yeah. it just as well as David Nugent. It was nice to get him on for 20 or so minutes yesterday, wasn't it? Yeah, of course. 100%. Yeah, Mark Albright is absolutely superb um, again. But yeah, when it comes to Cassidy, um, I, he's he's on loan, right? He's on loan from Chelsea, right? Yeah. 
yeah, yeah. I, 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 I seriously don't think we're going to sign him on. Oh, we shouldn't. We shouldn't. Uh, because to me, Cassidy, <laughs> it's, it's ironic, really. His, his name you know, ends in an I because he's all I, I, I. It's very, very selfish. Um, yeah, and there's no, I, there's no I in team. But the thing is, like Adam's just said, at the under-21s tournament, it was outstanding. And he got the player of the player of the tournament. Mm. But when he's, I don't know, when he's come to men's football, it's one of them things, isn't it? I just don't know. I really don't know about him. Hopefully, Dennis Platt. You know why I love a bit DP in the middle of the park all the time? Hopefully, he stays here. Well... When when he came on, I looked up at you because I knew you. I knew you'd be happy, and I saw you little smirk when you saw his name come up. So it, it, it was good to see, and I, I don't get why he's not getting in the squad much more because for me he played. He came on and did quite well, and obviously the like the little skill passes that I'd say, I don't know how you'd call them, but the little passes where like someone like Cannon got the ball and like flicked behind him and whatnot. These little passes they make it look a bit better, and for me, um, Dennis Pratt. Showed a bit of uh, passing ability yesterday, and as I'd say, maybe as much say that I think maybe he deserves to start over Indeedy at times. I don't don't get me wrong, Indeedy's well, well. good, and Indeedy's good. I just don't think he's got the ability to pass like someone like Dennis Pratt has. And in that attacking third, I think we maybe we need that. Yeah, well, just on that point, I've remembered what I was going to ask now. Uh, man of the match. I'm going to do it early. I'm going to go, going to go early with it. Man of the match. I personally went for Will because I thought he was outstanding last night. Reedy, really, you went for Chowdhury, didn't you, if I remember rightly? I think I, everyone had a seven, seven or eight out of ten, but for me, Chowdhury I don't think there was the one So I want everyone to let me know who you thought was man of the match. Chris, who did you think was man of the match? Uh, I've got to go for Mr. Two Goals, Navadini. Navad, yeah, see, that's a, see, Fatua, he had, you could have gone for him. He had two assists. Daka had a goal and an assist. Mavadivi had two goals. Um, I thought Wilf's work and Wilf had a goal, but his work rate I thought was outstanding. John, what are you going for? I can't not go for um, Mavridi. The same, I think Mavridi. <laughs> I think. Sorry, to see somebody just saw Dave Platt's comment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just think he's great. Like Mavridi added, like the direct football, like he was just pressing and just. Yeah, one of the I don't know, I don't know, you know, I, I, for me, Mavadidi, I feel like... He was a bit in and out of the game. I me. don't know, I feel like the goals just literally just gave him it. Because, like I say, he scored two goals, he's going to get it. But, I don't know, I, I don't think he did anything too special yesterday, in a way. I don't know why. See, I know I, I know why everyone's thinking of Chowdhury, because... Um, just in, in front of us, Reid I think it was in the second half or the yeah, first it half. Yeah, was, he was fighting down he the was corner, fighting, wasn't he? Right on the touchline. He got up, then he got dragged down again, and he won a free kick, and the ball didn't go out, and he got it. was great. It was fantastic. Charlie yeah. always did 100%. It was brilliant, and then the moment we got the free kick, we passed back and then lost the ball. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Didn't sort of work for us then. Um, good win, but we were lucky they couldn't finish again. We've had that many a time, haven't we? Uh, first half, tippy tappy is okay if it's a purpose at times yesterday. Uh, was like walking football, play too slow. If we make the prem, we'll go straight back down. That's why, yeah, I agree with that. It, that I think that's the whole season more than anything, isn't it, John? It's too much tippy tappy football, isn't it? I think what Enzo's doing is playing the football to get us out of the championship, but he has to. It will, 
like we have to spend money. We have, to, we have to, it has to sit down and think what players are we going to get, what players we are going to get rid of, what players we're going to keep, yeah. and then refresh his tactics for the the Premier League because this is what Burnley have done. Burnley have gone from the prep championship to the Premier League, stuck the same formula and again rinsed every game. Then Enzo needs to sit back and go, what can I do differently to, you know, to not just stay in the Premier League but look good. That's what he needs to do. Um, yeah, that's still a long way off. We've only played 20 games now. We've got 49 points. We've dropped 11 points. Point. That's not a points. 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 I will mention something, though, and this is this is where I've seen it and thought maybe it might change the game a bit more. But the two games we've seen, the two games we've seen, Chowdhury and the team, we've gone um, we've gone clean, both team two, two clean sheets, and I feel like we've played a bit be- a bit more direct in both of them games. You and mean that the Watford, was um, the Watford, Watford and the, and uh, the game just gone. I honestly feel like we've been a bit a bit more direct and a bit more of a threat in them two games than we have all the other games. And I think maybe Chadri puts a bit more of a different a different system there. Yes, Ricardo is a bit more better on the passing side. But when Chadri's in there, I, I I feel like we have to be a bit more direct because he's not going to be as good passing-wise. So, maybe when we see Chadri in there, we will win games a bit a bit more, with a bit more of a fight. So, I don't know. Yeah. I just, I don't think that's changed it. Going on to the Millwall game, I know Phil and uh, you and Sam really will be doing a preview show for that. We'll do a, just a very quick thing. Um, Millwall, what changes? Will Chadri come back? Uh, sorry. Will Pereira come back in for Chadri? Will Vardy or Nacho start in front of Dakar? It, I, I mean, that's probably why he only gave him an hour. I know it was his first run around, but he's had he played international football as well. Uh, what do you think, Chris? What changes? Zero. Absolutely zero. Because I think, again, if a system works, why change it? Um, and if, like, if the GOAT, you know, has... Uh, Wait, are you t- problem, which GOAT? Why... <laughs> which GOAT? Oh, you oh, know sorry. darn well which goat really. Sorry, I thought you were talking you know about darn Daka. well which goat. There's only one goat. Really thinks it's Vestergaard, that's why. No, 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 no. I thought you were talking about Daka, sorry. Defensive goat or striking goat, that's what you've got to say, Chris. I would never, ever give Daka the goat. <laughs> never. <laughs> He's my goat. Even, even in five or six years' time, I still would never give Daka the goat. No um, Yeah, I, 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 I agree with Chris. I think that there's not many changes. For me, I don't. Th- I wouldn't start Pereira. The way Mill will play and the way that they are, they're a bit more, a bit more aggressive and a bit stronger. A bit more fight in there. Don't I you? don't think we have Ricardo in there because if he gets injured, it might be a bit of an issue for us. So for me, Chadri will be perfectly a perfect role for it's that game. The same with it's the same with Dakar. After he played reasonably well, oh, he wasn't fantastic, but he played okay. If he was to drop him for the Millwall game. I wouldn't be shocked. His confidence, his confidence will drop straight away. I don't know. I, I maybe think he might get dropped for that reason. I, I, I think maybe Cannon would be better fit for that game. I don't know because he's a bit make more sure you're stronger. Make sure you give him your protection because you know if we if we thrash Millwall, then you know what their fans are like. Yeah, well, that's why I've stopped the missus from going out on Wednesday night and going shopping, Christmas shopping on Wednesday night, just in case. Uh, John, what about you? What kind of changes do you think, if any? I, I honestly agree with Reedy about Chowdhury, but I'd prefer Pereira in there for his pace and his passing. 
So I'm a bit undecided on that one, and I would keep back. But other than that, I wouldn't change it. I'm sort of revise. I'm sort of refresh myself with the lineup. I will keep. I actually will start with or Brighton. Marky Mark. Kevin. The reason, the reason being is I've looked at our fixtures. We're getting games every two or three games for the next two weeks. We, but need... we have got a bit of a break because we don't play till Monday night. I will still start with Dakar, definitely. I would start with Pratt instead of Drewsbury Hall. I want to start. Oh, no, with... not Drewsbury Hall. No, you need Drewsbury Hall for Millwall. You need Drewsbury Hall for Millwall. I think it's because he wants to rest a few players. I'll, I'll, I'll keep the back four. I'll keep Chowdhury on. I'll, because if Ricardo's iffy with injury, you can't not... You have to keep him off for a while because, you know, he's like, if he gets an injury, he's out for ages. So, yeah, I'll keep, I'll keep Chowdhury. I think that's why this yellow card came at the right time for Ricky P. I think he played yeah. about nine out of the last ten games. And it just gave him a chance to have a bit of a break and a rest. Yeah. Um, just to, for injury's sake. Just one game. Could have just topped him. Because the thing um, is now, we don't have an international break now until, was it March? March, so, time, yeah. Yeah, so... I think a lot of people are, I think a lot of people are agreeing that Hamza is in for Millwall because I think he, his physicalness is going to be better for it. See, Eunice Ryan, I think he's a bit <laughs> lightweight. I think I, he's a bit lightweight. I kind of agree in the sense that All Brighton to me is always a super sub. Always a super mm. sub. Because whenever he comes on as a super sub, he'll either set a goal up or he'll score himself. You know, he is such he is such a good super sub, Mark Mark All Brighton. So I wouldn't say I wouldn't start him, but definitely have him on last thirty minutes or so. He's because he's a brilliant yeah. super sub. I think our I think our best wing is Fatui, in my opinion. I, I think that he's the one oh, that no, is no, the best wing. I think, we've got to, I think we've got to sign uh, Fatua in January. Mm-hmm. I know you're allowed to. I know we've got a buy-in, buy-out clause in, in him. If he plays so many games or he scores or does what or so many minutes, whatever it is, I think we ought to do it now before somebody else tries and snaps him up because I think he he's only 19. And I well, think it's going to be it's going to be a um, Luckman issue, isn't it? If we let him go at the end of the season, we might not be able to get him back. But if we can, while we have him. And get him yeah, yeah, sorted, yeah. and we'll have him to go, to have him full time. So, yeah, um, and he wants to stay. So, well, he said that, and he looks he looks at home, doesn't he? Uh, just a quick thing: what we're going to talk, uh, <clears throat> think about the score, Jono, before I let you go on Wednesday night. Three-one Leicester. Oh, three-one! You know we've only conceded four goals in ten games at home. You do know that, Jono. Yeah, but you know, sometimes I think at some point with the mistakes we make, like giving the ball away at the back, we'll get punished. So I think three one to Leicester. Rightio. Okay, John Oak, thanks for joining us, pal. Much appreciated. We'll see you next week, mate. Yeah, see you next time. All right, and see you later, pal. Be good. Uh, Adam's going for a one nil win. I'll I'll knock him off. Oh, you've done it. Um Mark Lowe from Melbourne's gone for a 1 0 Foxes. Craig Gilbert's going for a 3 0 win to Foxes. Uh, Chris, before we let you go, score prediction. Who do you think? What do you think is going to happen? Uh, I'm actually going with Craig. I'm going 3 0 win. And uh, I would actually put, I would actually give, believe it or not, I'm going to give Dakar a brace. I think Dakar brace, 
And probably Kenny uh, Adrian's gone for a 2 1. Oh, I couldn't. Oh, 2 1. I don't fancy a 2 1. That'd be squeaky bum time. Andy Meadows. Oh, nice meeting you again, Andy, yesterday. Desmond, 2 all at home. Desmond, 2 all at home. You're having a laugh, in you? You're having a bit of a giraffe, in you? Um, Do you know where Millwall are in the table? I don't even know where Millwall are in the table. Where were they? So definitely second half. Let's say that. <laughs> that? Mark Capel yeah. says any win will do. I wouldn't mind taking a 1 0 win with a 95th minute coming off Dakar's backside. That would do me down to the ground, that would. Um, Joseph has gone for a 3-0. Carl has had one goal where it came off someone's bomb. Millwall um, Millwall a 19th. Millwall a 19th. I, I can't remember the last one. I remember... Oh, that was Vestergaard. It came off his uh, crown jewels, didn't it? Yes, came off his crotch. Yeah, that's right. Yes. Uh, Darren's gone for a 2-0. Mark's 4-0. Uh, Jono has gone... Oh, come on, Chris. <laughs> Why not a Jack at it? Why not a Jack at it? Because I don't think he's good enough. He was at Spartak Moscow when he scored four in Europe. Uh, <laughs> right then, Chris, we shall see you next week, pal. Cheers for joining. That's how easy it is. Hello. Click that link and you join. Cheers, Chris. Thank you. We shall see you next week. Uh, Ian Superfox has gone for 5-0. He is confident, isn't he? Uh, Andreas has gone for a 3-0 City. Yes. Uh, yeah. I'm confidently going for another win. My last four games have been Scored 13, conceded one, 12 points. That's not a bad record, is it? My last four games. It's not. Uh, John, I was going for a 3-0 win. Um, oh, Andreas, I've just done Andreas 3-0. Um, Chef Wednesday, Chef Wednesday with the 24th, so 19th means nothing. But Mark, Chef Wednesday beat, who did they win away at home? Yes, they won 1-0 away from home yesterday. I can't remember who it was, but... Chef Wednesday is slowly coming up. So it just shows that new manager bounce they had was pretty damn good. So that was a good result for us against them. I think they've the won their last two games. Yeah, Craig Pearson, definitely not Craig. I'll see you Wednesday night in your same drinking pit where you always drink. Even though you think I drink more than you, but I think we've got another thing there. What I saw you drinking yesterday. Um, Reedy. What are you going for? Derek C. Millwall are not doing great. We should be comfortable, but we did struggle against QPR when they were struggling. Yeah, so come on then, Reedy. Last but not least, we've, we've saved the best till last. 1-0. Oh, fuck. Oh, bloody hell. 1-0. I think it's going to be... I think it's going to be a scrappier game. They're not going to let us do much. Every time we get through on goal, they're probably going to smash us down and try and whack us one. So, I honestly think we'll win, but I think it'll be only a 1-0. I, in my opinion, I think it will. Again, I'd hope we play like we did second half uh, yesterday, but I don't know if it would work as well against them. As Like I say, three points is all that matters to me. If we win 4-0 or 1-0 or even a 2-1, I don't care, but... For me, I, I don't think it's going to be a high-scoring game on Wednesday. Um, yeah, I, like I say, I'm, I'm pretty damn confident that we're going to beat Millwall. I'm not normally confident, but the atmosphere in the ground yesterday. Yes, the Plymouth fans were loud, but to travel all that far, three, what was it, nearly 3,000, nearly a full section, wasn't it? There were, there were noisy. Uh, the Leicester fans were noisy as well. The atmosphere was good. That's what it is. When you get When you're playing like that in that second half, the atmosphere was fantastic. Every time the goals were scored, then three goals, the crowd, the stadium, sorry, was bouncing. And that hasn't happened. I was last there when that happened at February time, when we beat Spurs. 
Um, mm -hmm. It was bouncy. Everyone was happy. Everyone was laughing and joking and having banter where before it's not been like that. Everyone's been a bit downhearted and the board with the football. That's what we need to see. And my yeah. last point, which has got on my nerves a little bit this week, if you want to go early, you can go early. There's reasons for going early. Don't get on people's backs for going early. We're if you're 4-0 up, yeah, you want to get home. Yeah. We're winning 4-0. There was only four or five minutes left of the game. If you want to go early, go early. And as yeah. for beating the traffic, bloody hell, I was stuck in the traffic. I didn't get home till six o'clock. took me an hour to drive home. In the traffic, going early or late, doesn't matter. You're still going to get stuck in traffic. But if you want to go early, go early. doesn't bother me whether you go early or not. Everyone has the reasons for going early. Everyone has the reasons. So this malarkey, it seems like some Leicester fans have to have a pop. Have to have a pop at some reason. We've won 4-0. I'm the worst for it. I'm the worst for it. But I'm going to put one 4-0 and people are having a pop about leaving early. Nah. If it had been one all, it would have been totally different. 4-0. It's, I don't know, it's just, you pay your money, you take your chance. If you want to go for a pint at half time with 40 minutes to go, go for a pint at half time. You've spent your money, you do it how you like. But having a pop at people about leaving early, every every club does it. Every club does it. Um, <laughs> Jason, I'm not caught, I'm in Leicester. I'm in sunny Leicester, pal. They would love it to be an hour, it'd be really nice. Um, that's the Leicester mentality, yes. Um, different people have different ways of watching, agree that some people do what they want. To be honest, before before football came really popular and was on TV and you could watch it anywhere you wanted on allegedly dodgy boxes, I never used to listen to the last few minutes on the radio if it was a top. I used to turn the radio off. I couldn't stand listening to the last few minutes in case something happened. I was nervous. I absolutely hated it. Everyone has their own reasons for doing. They're all superstitions, little things, and blah de blah de blah. But anyway, we won four 0 really. Another victory for me. Shame on, shame on you leaving early. Thank the players at the end. Everyone has the different <laughs> reasons. Everyone has the different reasons, Carl. Eh, Carl. Everyone has the different reasons. You pay your money. You can do whatever you like. You applaud the players when they go off and on the pitch. You. You're thanking them by being there. Mm -hmm. So you don't have to. But anyway, if you want to go, you want to go. It doesn't bother me. doesn't bother me. Um, right then, pal. Reedy, what did you say? You said 1-0, didn't you? I said I'm going for a 3-0. I'm quite confident. Um, Reedy, I'll see you at the Millwall game, yes? You're doing uh, the preview. What is it going to come up Tuesday, is it? Your preview for Millwall? Probably Tuesday. Or with, with Phil's show tomorrow, I'll probably do it Tuesday. Rightio. Um, but yeah, some have to get back work. Some do have to get back work. Everyone has different reasons. I know a mate of mine, he can't go on Wednesday. <laughs> a private jet. I wish I could have a private jet. A mate of mine, he's got to, he can't go Wednesday because he's got to work. He'd love to be there. But he, he can't go because he starts, he starts at nine o'clock, so he can't go to the game, unfortunately. Anyway, I'm going to go. Reedy, cheers for joining me, and we'll see you next week, pal. Be good. Yeah. See you later, pal. Right. It's been absolutely fantastic. Another victory for Leicester. I'm going, I'll be Watford, Plymouth, hopefully Millwall. That'll be three on the bounce. First time I've seen three home games on the trot for God knows how long, probably since before I left, actually, in 2004, before I left. But it's been much appreciated. If you want to come and see me on Wednesday, 
I'll be at the ground. I'll be the one wearing the blue shirt, so you should be able to spot me. So it's ciao, ciao, adios, goodbye, arrivederci. Come on, you foxes! Thanks for watching Leicester Fan TV. Thanks to our sponsors, Everards, Follow Blinds, Pocket Pies, Pink Car Leasing, Distillers Direct, Hologram, Take Me, Nubian Cow, The Fox's Arms, and Rainbows. Run by the fans, for the fans. Follow us on socials at Leicester Fan TV and visit LeicesterFanTV.com for all the latest news, views, and videos. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.